and welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction, where fan fiction is treated as the high art form that it is. And this week, the purest form of literature is once again sponsored by my keyboard pop-up. No, it's not my keyboard pop-up screen. <laughs> it is Midwest Toy and Comic Fest in Bloomington, Illinois, September 30th through October 1st at the... At the hotel I am currently looking up right now that I've just made reservations yet. Don't judge me, I have three jobs. <laughs> There's going to be some super cool guests. Carlos Alazorki is going to be there. Oh, oh, Ray Hurd, a lot of voice actors, some super cool comic people. And it, it is, well, it will, it will be at the, it will be on the website, which hotel... <laughs> They're going to charge me extra for my table now. Oh, I will also be there, and you can only see my horrible visage for only $10 if you're 13 and under. I know what you're listing for, and, and co-executive producer Wobbuffet hit it somewhere. There was a 66.67% chance that this is erotic, but... Wobbuffet, which one? Seriously, is it today or this one or next week? Wobbuffet. Wobble Fett! Wobble Fett! Come on, the people want the clues! They need to know if they can keep their pants on or not! Well, he's not fessing up to anything, but I am fessing up to the fact that it is at the the Midwest Comic Toy and Comic Fest is at the Park Regency Hotel and Conference Center, so yeah! Go to that and uh, uh, do, do some cool nerd stuff, uh-huh. I don't know what I was going to say there, but let <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was going to be what today's story is, and today's story is K+. Plus. Oh, you have to tune in next week because that one's... You hit it well, Waba Fett. You hit it really well. I expect you to open the month with K+. <laughs> you do love your gigs, Waba Fett. You love your gigs. But they are now, oh, they might be in the store today, and, and today's story is Zelda Warrior Princess Chapter 5, and it's confusing, because it's, it's, it's the only chapter, but it's good, and it's the Sabrina the Teenage Witch Zeno Warrior Princess crossover, which, uh, if you're Gen Z and wondering what the hell that is. Prepare to be educated about the best TV show of all time. It is by VP19. The ants meet someone they think is Xena. Salem and Salmonius Sel team up for a scam, and Gabrielle and Xena go to class with Sabrina. Go to class? Oh, I just realized that rhyme. Oh, the memories of staying up and thinking. Nine was really late for an I was a rebel as a child. <laughs> is there any K plus? It is humor. It is 4,857 words that we will hopefully get through. It was published on December 13th, 2000. <laughs> That's how old. How far does fanfiction.net go back? 1910, I think. I think it goes back all the way to 1910. <laughs> 
Anybody want to hear some uh, super hot 1910 anime smut? Yeah. <laughs> it probably exists. Third of you. Damn it, I want to go to Japan now. Can the country of Japan sponsor me? I will review all your smut. Anyway, chapter 5 and chapters 1 through 4 don't exist, and we have no idea what happens. Chapter 6 through. It's a lot of words. It was probably... Okay, maybe maybe VP19 was drunk, but if not, hey, we're going to get a great story out of it. Chapter 5. The only chapter. The statuesque brunette laced up her leather boots, smoothed out her armor, and stared into the mirror. I am ready, she said to herself. She had vowed she would never do this again, that she would leave the work to others, but only she could fulfill this task, so she had reluctantly agreed. A servant girl opened the door and gently entered the room. You look magnificent, she told the brunette. Do I? Meg replied in her typical street-smart manner. Any resemblance to Zena ended the second she opened her mouth. But how many people had ever heard Zena speak? Certainly not the merchant in Corinth who had desired Meg's services. Yes, ma'am. Very good. Can you hold down the place and watch the girls and their customers while I'm gone? Why, yes, the servant humbly replied. Okay, then. I'm gone. Meg hadn't worn this outfit in a while, but fortunately her, for her, it still fit. So Zena has gone off to Gaul or someplace like that, she thought. Actually, dressing up like Zena had its advantages. She looked so strikingly intimidating that no one on the way would dare attack her. Meg strolled downstairs, adjusting her shoulders to make the outfit a bit more comfortable. At the base, she found a short man arguing with one of her girls. You paid me ten dinars. We agreed on fifteen, she said. I'm paying for the services rendered, he, angry, he angrily replied. Would you, would, you like, would you like to be rendered, said Meg, who was significantly larger than he was. She picked him up by his neck, walked a few steps to the door, and tossed him out about ten feet. Roughly fifty yards from where Hilda and, Z Hilda and Zelda were walking, searching for Salem. Did you see that, Hilda said? I think so, sister replied. And stay out, Meg told the man, who quickly ran away in fright. I think that was her, Zelda said. Who else could it be? Meg, who was waiting for an Argo lookalike to be delivered from the stable, looked back at the girl. Don't take stuff from anyone, okay? She nodded. The horse arrived seconds later, and Meg mounted the mare. Why don't we go get Zena's help? Hilda asked. Though I don't know if she'll want, the, want to the way you're dressed. We can pretend we're coming home from a costume party, Zelda replied. Assuming they had such things in this era, if not, we invent them like we did darts. The two slowly walked towards Meg, and they caught her eye. Zena is a blonde. What a twist, she thought. Not certain I like the competition, but it does have possibilities. Though the other girl's, though, though the other girl's too tall to be Gabrielle, perhaps she could be a Callisto for those with the sins for the perverse. Let me go first, Hilda told her sister. I may appear less threatening. She yelled toward the woman on horseback. Hey, Zena! I'll play along for now, she said to herself. Yeah, what do you need? That doesn't sound like Zena from the few glimpses I've caught of the show, Zelda said to her sister. Well, Lucy Lawless is from New Zealand, so she probably sounds a bit different off-screen. But we're not off-screen, so to speak. Maybe she's originally from America and moved to New Zealand, Hilda said, just like Mel Gibson moved to Australia from the U.S. Mel Gibson, Zelda said, and both sisters dreamily sighed. 
Meg playing Xeno was impatient. What do you want? We warriors don't have all day, you know. Uh, we're sisters trying to find our cat, Hilda said. Can you help us track him down? That's it. That's all. Meg said in amusement. No warlord terrorizing your village or anything like that? Sorry, a chagrin Zelda replied. By the way, huh? nice outfit. What does Kitty look like? He's black, Hilda replied, and his, and his name's Salem. Should we tell her, sis? Tell me what Meg interjected. Zelda picked up the slack. He, he talks. A talking cat? These two are a little crazy, Meg thought to herself. Probably part of their charm. They might have some value for me down the road, so let's keep up the facade. Tell you what, if I find your kitty cat, I'll tell him to return to the two of you. Hilda smiled. We knew we could count on you. You know, I bet you two could really be of service to me. Zelda beamed. Was she offering them a position in her Amazon army? Had word of her triumphant battle in the tavern traveled so quickly. Has my reputation preceded me, she asked. Reputation, Meg replied. Nah, I can just tell by looking at you, you'd fit in with my outfit. Well, Zelda considered as long as you're... You're working for good. Meg smiled. We're working, all right. Hilda shook her head in amazement. Am I suddenly the only sensible one here? That's a switch. Zelda, right now, that's not what we're here for. My sister Hilda is right, Zena. I regretfully decline. The offer remains on the table, Meg said. Believe me, we could use you. With that, she turned her steed towards Corinth. Those two will be popular, she thought. Men go gaga for blondes. Shall be lifted nevermore, the black cat issued a sinister chuckle followed by a mournful howl. Anyway, Salem continued affably, that's just a little something I composed myself. Of course, I use the word composed instead of wrote, because who will? He held up his paw to demonstrate his lack of thumbs. Silently, he thought back to those days when Edgar Allan Poe would use him as a sounding board for his latest works. Luckily, some of it sank in. Amazing, Salmonius exclaimed. Not only do you talk, but you've got a remarkable way with words. Not to mention an impressive dramatic delivery. There's got to be some way we can turn those gifts into a source of revenue, but how? Both merchant and cat sat silently for a moment, then simultaneously blurted, I've got it! Another break. Mrs. Watoon, I'd like you to meet our two newest exchange students, Z and Gabrielle. Sabrina told her homeroom teacher, they're from Greece, here are their papers. Not taking any chances, Sabrina made sure the paper she zapped up had her two companions enrolled in all of her classes, so she could keep an eye on them. History, first period, then phys ed, followed by science, and lunch. Pleased to meet the two of you, the teacher said, I think you will enjoy Westbridge High School. Sorry we can't have you sit anywhere now, but I'll call maintenance and each of you will have desks available tomorrow morning. Thank you so much, Gabrielle replied. Just relax, Sabrina said. We'll be leaving for our first class in a few minutes. Fine then, Zena answered, smiling at some of her new classmates. Just then, Willard Kraft strolled into the room, handing a sheet to Mrs. Bouton. Belinda, here's a copy of that questionnaire from the, from the district, and don't forget to appear at the school board meeting tomorrow night to lobby for more funding for the yearbook. The vice principal turned and saw two unfamiliar students, and who, may I ask, are you? Uh, they're exchange students from Greece, Sabrina quickly replied, staying at our house. Why doesn't Zelda tell me about these things, Willard said with a sigh. She and Aunt Hilda have been uh, called away for a while on assignment. Was there a better way to dance around their absence? Well, when Zuzu gets back, 
let's all get together for some gyros with Greek with your Greek buddies. Sabrina cringe. It wasn't bad enough when he called Aunt Zilda Zuzu at home, but here, whatever you say, Mr. Kraft, it should be fun. Enjoy your stay here in school and work hard, Kraft will be exchange students. You can learn a lot from us, and we can learn a lot from you. Strange fellow, isn't he? Gabriel said as the vice principal of the room. An understatement, to be sure, Sabrina replied as the bell rang. It's off to history class. Guys, follow me, and whew. We might be able to get through half of this. <laughs> that was the fourth scene break. Classic 2000s fanfiction here. The sisters had reached a fork in the road. Hilda, I think it would make more sense if we split up while searching for Salem, Zelda said, pointing to her left. You go that way, I will, I'll go this way and meet you back here in about an hour. I don't have a watch, Hilda protested. Zelda pointed at her sister's pocket. You do now. Well, it's not really a watch. Hilda reached into her pocket and tugged at a chain. What, what am I, sis? A railroad conductor? Pull up the whole thing. Hilda, compl Hilda complied and displayed a miniature sundial. I'm impressed, she said with a smile. Knew you would be, Hilda. See you later. Gather round, people, gather round, Salmonius urged the throng of passerby, of passersby before his hastily set up stage. On the table before him was a small object hidden by a dark cloth. Prepare to be amazed, mystified, and edified, I present to you all the way from the faraway land of Egypt, the wondrous oracle of the Nile. Salmonius removed the cloth to reveal an ordinary-looking black cat. <laughs> okay, Salem thought as his audience began to chuckle. Showmanship is key here. Give them a moment to think it's all a joke, then really wow them. Salem rose onto his hind legs and spread his forepaws wide in a grand sweeping gesture. Incense and peppermints, he intoned dramatically. The color of time. He almost forgot himself and completed the verse, but caught himself in time. Dead kings was not a phrase we talks about lightly in this world. Fortunately, he had many more cryptic lyrics to fall back on. What you think, what you feel, what you know to be real. A mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, my libido. And so it was that later as the mirror told its tale that her face at first just ghostly turned a whiter shade of pale. The audience issued a collective gasp of, of astonishment, not to mention puzzlement. The oracle will answer your questions, Salmonius explained. For a reasonable fee, of course, five dinars per answer. As the supplicants approached Salmonius urged, one at a time, please. Collecting his fee from the first customer, he said, thank you very much, sir. And your question? And whoops. My brother left the family train and went off to live as a hermit, the man explained. Why would he do that? Salem cleared his throat as he considered an appropriate answer. Fortunately, one came to mind almost immediately. In the desert, he recited, you can remember your name, for there ain't no one to give you no pain. So, doctored, he's gone off by himself to be his own man? Yeah, that, that makes sense. I understand now. Thank you. Glad to be of service, Salmonius cheerfully replied. Next. A young woman paid her fee as she, as she asked. What is the nature of love? Ah, Salem thought from the from the specific to the universal. Luckily, there is no shortage of songs to answer this question, though many were contradictory. Love hurts, Salem declared. Love scars. 
Love wounds and mars any heart not tough, not strong enough to take a lot of pain. Take a lot of pain. Love is like a cloud, holds a lot of rain. You remember Nazareth's hit version from the 1970s, although Zelly have been singing the Everly's original ad nauseum at home as of late. Gods! Someone in the audience remarked, that's the most bitter oracle I've ever heard. Hey! Salem pissed up the heckler. I've looked, at, I've looked at love from both sides now, from win and lose, and still somehow it's love's illusion, I recall. Salmonius pushed through the audience and found the man who'd made the comment. Five dinars, please. What? I didn't ask a question. I didn't say five dinars per question. I said five dinars per answer, and you got one. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to cheat the oracle, would we? Ares came down from Mount Olympus searching for Xena in hopes he could fight he could finally persuade her to return to his side. Now there was a warrior, he thought. Why waste your skills on such namby pamby stuff as doing good? He transported himself to a temple, then walked outside, just as Joshua was passing by keeping an eye out for Salem. So if it isn't Mr Mighty himself, he said derisively. In the past, Joxer might have asked quaked in his boots over seeing a god of war. He wasn't doing it here. For some reason, he couldn't quite fathom. Instead, he felt confident, not foolhardy, but definitely sure of himself. Very nice, Ares, Joxer replied with a laugh. What's eating you? Ares walked up to him, looked down at the scrawny warrior, and simply asked, I'd like to know where Xena is, not that you would tell me. He flashed an intimidating glare. Then again, you might. Honestly, don't know. I haven't seen her in a couple of days. Ares scowled. Well, perhaps if I take you hostage, she might come to your aid. And with that, he grabbed Joksha by his armor and lifted him so they were eye to eye, expecting to see a sniveling, scared look up on the ersatz warrior's face. <laughs> ersatz, that's a good word. It was always good for a perverse laugh. That's not what happened this time, though. Rather than show fear, Joxer smugly smiled at his enemy and unbelievably flipped him over despite having no leverage to work with. Ares, momentarily confused over what had happened, quickly regained his composure as he got up and opened his hand, firing a burst of electrical energy toward Joxer. However, not only did the once bumbling warrior dodge the bolt, but he whirled over toward the god of war and sent him back down with a mighty kick. You've got to be kidding me, he thought to himself. This is Joxer, poster boy for ineptitude? What's gotten into him? I bet Aphrodite is fooling around with those bells again. Wait till I get back to Olympus and set her straight. Ares, I'm in no mood to play your mind games, Joxer said empathetically. Bother me some other time. The god of war grudgingly complied and vanished from the scene. If one of us gets back to Olympus, I'm a laughing stock, he thought. Meanwhile, Joxer went on his way, strong and secure. Hilda is going to be so proud of me, he thought with a smile. And do we, ooh, we might have time for one more, and then I get, I kick in it. Okay, one more section, and I can explain to all you Gen Z people the brilliance of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and why I included this in the game. If you're a millennial, you know why. <laughs> or older. History class should be fun. Albeit confusing for Cena and Gabrielle, Sabrina thought to herself as she walked into Mr. Lawton's classroom. Her two friends followed closely behind. On the way to class, they had stopped in the girls' room, where Sabrina, making sure the coast was clear, zapped up their history books. Sabrina made certain Zena and Gabrielle sat near her, accompany 
accomplishing a feat by magically making the season question either too hot or too cold for their regular occupants. Once the bell rang to signal the start of the period, Mr. Lawton addressed the class. I've been informed by Sabrina Spillman that we have two newcomers here from Greece. Z. Zena whipped her new classmates, and Gabrielle, who did likewise. He smiled. I hate to disappoint both of you, but we covered Greece last week. Today, we continue our discussion of Rome. Nobody's perfect, Zena said without maliciousness, but the remark drew a few titters from, from her fellow students. We are presently at the height of the Roman Empire under the, under the stellar leadership of Caesar. That comment immediately drew Gabriel's ire. Excuse me, sir, but I know Caesar, she said, and she means I know of Caesar, Sabrina quickly explained. A little hang-up with English shouldn't struck her, that's all. I don't care if you know Imogene Coca, Mr. Lawton replied to Gabriel. He is the, I mean, he was the person who was only interested in empire, not about people, Gabriel retorted. If you want revisionist history, check out the Great Soviet Encyclopedia. If you can find it, the teacher said. I admire the strength of your convictions, but that's not the philosophy of this district. Sabrina shrugged her shoulders at Gabrielle, who took the hint. The rest of the period proceeded without incident. And that oh, is another Salem section where you say, tell them using Oh God! I watch. I would read an entire story of this. Uh, no, I said I'd stop. Yeah, we should stop there. I'm gonna say that bit for you to read. It's pretty good. Anyway, so far, honestly, there have really not been any grammar or spelling mistakes. I bet that probably comes with the 2000s, and you didn't have grammar editing software, so you had to do it yourself. And because you think now, oh, oh, grammar software, <laughs> yeah, 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 it'll fix it when it's, some of it's not good for literature, and some, for literature, you need a real human touch, like, when you're proofreading, like, for the grammar and all of that, yeah, I have feelings about, like, some certain online grammar tools, Grammarly, anyway. <laughs> They're they're very good for one thing, but not others. And for some reason, like passive tone. But when times like you'd use passive tone, though. Oh God! Anyway, anyway, that aside, actually, Ursette, they use some good language, and I don't like the structure as much. I really want to read the other chapters, but. This is probably a good sampling of story that was actually pretty fun to read. They have the characterization down pretty well. Xena's been quiet so far, so far, but, you know, that could change. And honestly, they know the shows really well. They're kind of, despite, I don't like the structure, but if they're using it to balance all these plot lines this well with this many Honestly, I would complain about it more. It's just, I kind of won the other chapters and probably, but it was, it was 2000 and everyone was doing this. So it was the thing in 2000 to do this. And yeah, so I'd say this is pretty solid and you, someone should get on VP19's button, demand these other chapters to come out. Because as I'm, as I, 
as a millennial who has always been into Greek mythology and also magic and stuff, I, I, I did seriously watch Scene of Warrior Princess without knowing about the lesbian connotation of the. It wasn't always historically accurate, but it had Greek monsters and stuff in the books that I read because it was weird and like Greek and like taking up Barnes and Noble. And I had lots of friends. I have so many friends. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, so that's why it's a, the Gabriel Zenith. That's why it's that's why I'm reading this in June. But uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, like I said, if you're a millennial, you know. <laughs> I couldn't do all anime, although I probably could have done, but that would have been very balanced because there, there's a lot of gay stuff in anime and like like in Japanese kind of culture and in Greek culture and in warrior. Don't let anyone ever tell you the army is super straight. <laughs> Because, yeah, there's a lot of homosexual content in Greek history and also in Japanese, although it's been censored and downplayed up more. It's really, really, really has. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, you can find it if you want to go sometimes. It's not all appropriate. But think, what if they don't think homosexual is appropriate? Well, if you think it's appropriate, some of it still isn't always appropriate. Oh, what's that YouTube channel? I forgot. <laughs> okay, the chick. Okay, uh, hold on. I I forgot I was going to go on this shit tangent. I wrote this script in like 30 seconds. I have like two events, a convention, a wedding shower thing, and a... Then my uncle's coming in July, and I have life going on right now. <laughs> Why doesn't she ever remember anything? Because I'm busy. Also, I'm a Gemini squirrel. <laughs> what is the... Hold on, I know, okay. Uh, okay, Japanese concubines history, and then he will come. <laughs> concubines? Yeah, that's it. That's that's the stuff you might not find appropriate. Oh yes, it is Linfamy. He does a lot of Jap. He covers Japanese <laughs> history and like the date with like a dating, like the probably the more perverse kind of dark side of it and also not it's a pretty interesting channel like japanese so honestly i would really recommend his youtube channel if you want to learn more about it there, there was a special on the history channel about japan that uh it's actually good it's on youtube but if you want to catch on the history channel that they won't show it it's not about hitler or bigfoot or skinwalker rancher where bigfoot lives with the skinwalkers Oh gosh! Well, at least you don't know that because you watch the show. I, 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 I kind of. It is currently the most educational thing on the history. <laughs> I want to know what's beneath that mesa. <laughs> anyway, that was why. Uh, what do we have time? Oh, we're almost out of time. Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Oh. Comic and Toy Show at Bloomington, Illinois, on September 30th because I will I, I will be there and you could submit one of your stories in person to me. 
or offer to give me some money, or you can do that via Facebook, or maybe I'm thinking about doing a Discord, but I didn't want to do too many social medias because I know I'll get overwhelmed. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm bad about posting on some pages. I've run, honestly. This isn't part of the show. I'm just ranting to myself right now, but that's why. Just, just send it to me on Facebook. It's a business page. I won't restrict you. But please stop sending me emails about expanding and messages. I don't like grifters. Anyway, they're all grifters out there. Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day and um, have a wonderful homosexual June. Okay, bye. <laughs>